Bob Walters. Welcome to the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up for a championship weekend, a championship Sunday. We had one game that was basically a throwaway. No quarterback for the 49ers. Eagles run all over them, 31-7. And then in the second game, we had controversy between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. Missed calls, calls that were made, field goals to win it with no time left, and the Chiefs are 23-20 winners over the Bengals, and we have our Super Bowl matchup. There's a lot of compelling stories with the Super Bowl matchup. Andy Reid, you got the Kelsey brothers playing, all type of black quarterbacks for the first time, all types of stuff going on for this Super Bowl, and it's a good matchup, but today we will discuss how we got to the matchup between the Chiefs, and the Eagles, which will be your Super Bowl 57 matchup in two weeks, two weeks from yesterday. Now, let's start right off the bat with the Eagles, the first game, the NFC, the Eagles, and the 49ers. Um, Listen, it's bad luck for the 49ers. It it is. It's bad luck. They lost their quarterbacks. They had no quarterback, and they basically got blown out. Riddick blew the game up. For the Eagles, he wrecked the game right in the first in the first uh, possession. He knocked the ball out of Purdy's hand while he was throwing it. It was a turnover. Purdy got hurt. It looks like he's going to need Tommy John surgery, a baseball surgery for for the quarterback. And I've heard a lot of people who were like, "Well, he didn't, why didn't they try it? Try to throw it down the field? He didn't even try. They just ran the ball. Listen, they, he couldn't throw down the field." If he could throw down the field, he would have. Don't you don't you think they would have tried that? He was on the sideline warming up. He couldn't throw. The only reason he came back in is because Josh Johnson got hurt with a concussion. And that's another thing. For everybody who said, oh, Purdy, you know, anybody could do it. Anybody could step into this 49ers team and win games. With that supporting cast, it's easy. It doesn't say anything about Purdy. Well, look at what just Josh Johnson did. Because it was nothing. Josh Johnson went 7 of 13, 74 yards. He looked like a deer in headlights out there. And it's not his fault. But that's somebody who's been in the league. This is his 13th team. His second time with the 49ers. He's not a a rookie, Mr. Irrelevant. He's a a, a veteran. And he stepped in and he did nothing. You know why? Because it's not easy. So if nothing else, that that gives Purdy some fuel to be the starting quarterback next year for the 49ers. But as far as yesterday went, that's when the game basically ended. Now, I think the Eagles were better. I think the Eagles probably would have beat the 49ers even at full strength. I do. I picked them. I don't think it would have been 31-7. I mean, the Eagles really haven't had a test yet in these playoffs. They outclassed the Giants last week who they were much better than. And they did, they played basically a non-team yesterday without without a quarterback. And, I, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who needs to play better. Jalen Hurts needs to play better because he did not look good yesterday. If the Eagles want a shot in this Super Bowl to beat the Chiefs, which I think are the best team in the NFL, Jalen Hurts going to need to play better than he did yesterday. He was all over the place with his throws. Bouncing them in overthrowing receivers, missing receivers by two and three yards. 
I mean, he was 15 of 25 for 120 yards. That's not exactly the line of a championship game winning quarterback. Go look at some of the lines for the for the championship winning quarterbacks. It's not that. Most of the losing quarterbacks are better than that in the history of these championship games. So Jalen Hurts is going to have to be better. You know, that was just basically a walkthrough yesterday. But the Eagles do win. Give them credit. They are the best team. I do think they probably would have won the game even at full strength, even if the Niners were at full strength. The Eagles defense played great in the first half, at least. I get it. Josh Johnson didn't do anything, but, you know, Riddick was all over the quarterbacks, all over them all day. He wrecked the game, literally and figuratively, because literally because he wrecked the game in the first drive, knocking Purdy out, knocking the ball out of his hands. The Eagles did enough what they had to do, and now they're going to face their old coach, Andy Reid, in Super Bowl 57. But uh, Jalen Hurts, listen, he's going to have to be better. Because that, that, that performance yesterday was not good from Jalen Hurts. I think he can be better. He looked great against the Giants. So maybe he just had a bad game. I'm not going to say he was injured because he didn't look injured last week against the Giants. But he did have a bad game. And he got lucky because the other team had no quarterback. I've never seen anything like it. The second half of that game, the 49ers were running the ball every play, down three touchdowns. I mean, they were... They were running misdirection, reverses, and end arounds, and doing whatever they can, but the Eagles knew what was coming. They knew they couldn't throw the ball more than five yards. The only reason Purdy came back in is because the only other option was Christian McCaffrey and a wildcat situation, which wasn't going to work. So the Eagles advance. Uh, that was a little, that was a disappointing game. Now, in the second game, which was the game I was waiting for anyway. I thought it was going to be the better game. It turned out to be a very good game with lots of controversy. And let's address that right off the bat, the controversy. The officiating in the last 10 to 12 minutes of that fourth quarter of the AFC Championship game was horrendous. Horrendous. And that's with the fact that I agree with the call of roughing the passer on Mahomes. They missed two blatant block in the backs Blocks in the back on the the punt return. Okay? They missed a holding call on the play before Mahomes got the roughing the passer. A blatant hold. They missed two other holding calls. I'm pissed if I'm a Bengals fan or if I'm a, a Bengals player or coach. I'm pissed. Now, as far as the Roughing the passer on the last play before the field goal. I think they could have called it either way. Was it like, did he take his head off with a with a, a dirty hitter or something? No. But was Mahomes out, of ba- Mahomes out of bounds? He was. He was probably about a yard and a half out of bounds. And you got to feel bad for, for the guy who hit him, Osiris. He was crying on the sideline. Listen, you can't hit the quarterback like that. You know you can't hit the quarterback like that. Especially Mahomes. And like it or not, different players get different calls. These officials are human beings. 
They have been told to protect these quarterbacks. And you hit him when he was a yard and a half out of bounds. You hit the best quarterback in the game when he was a yard and a half out of bounds. And you pushed him onto the ground on the sideline. That's going to get called every time. Now, there's two schools of thoughts here. One, you could say, how do you make that call in that situation? Because that, that call right there decided the AFC Championship game. They weren't in field goal range. That call pushed them up 15 yards, 40-something yard field goal. Game over. Or you could go with the school of thought that, you know what? If it's a penalty in September, it's a penalty in the AFC Championship game. And I, I really can't argue with either one. And whichever way, whether it was called, as it was, and now you hear the, the outcry on social media and from the Bengals and everybody. Or you keep the flag in your pocket and you get an outcry from everybody else, from the Chiefs and the Chiefs fans and everybody else going, how could he hit him? That's a penalty every, everywhere else, every other day. So it could have went either way. They decided to throw the flag. And that was it. The field goal and the game over. But the other calls, the 10 minutes before that, I mean, there were some bad calls that they missed. You can't miss two blocks in the back on that on that punt, which should have never happened. I mean, what the hell is he punting the ball in the middle of the field between the numbers for a return? He set him up perfectly. The punter's got to put that thing out of bounds. Got to put it out of bounds. You can't punt it straight down the middle of the field. And if you're going to punt it down the middle of the field, you better put it a mile in the air. Force them to make a fair catch. So that was a bad job by the, the punter on the Bengals. Even kicking the ball there. But still, that, that drive should have started on about the 25-yard line. Should have been a block in the back or two blocks in the back, whatever it was. Pushed it back. And then, you know, can Mahomes get them in field goal range? From with 34 seconds and from his own 25-yard line? Yeah, but he can. I've seen him do it before. We've all seen him do it before. Mahomes is an all-time great. So he absolutely would be able to do that. But you got to at least make him do it. I mean, now he's starting at midfield. He basically needs, what, 20 yards? He got about... 12 yards and then the penalty so the Chiefs again I think the Chiefs are the better team the Chiefs are the best team in football all year I've thought that all year you know and Chris Jones there were a couple players who played great games for the Chiefs Chris Jones had a great game the two and a half sacks the sack he made on Burrow which forced the punt to get the Chiefs the ball back that led to the winning field goal was a great play. That was a huge sack. That was one of the bigger plays in the whole game. And then Valdez Scantling with some great catches. He's a, he hasn't been good for the Chiefs as a receiver. Basically all year. He showed up in the two most important games. He showed up yesterday, caught a t- uh, last week, caught a touchdown pass. And then yesterday... Caught the touchdown pass, sitting on his butt on a third down, which Mahomes made a throw, which I still don't know how he made the throw. Flat-footed, running forward, his body moving forward, and he it was all arm. 
and he put it between the two defenders, right to Scantling, who made a great catch in the end zone to give them the lead. With about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Now the Bengals, the Bengals give the Bengals credit. They fought back, they fought hard in this game. They lost Boyd. Boyd made a couple catches early, and then he was out. He was nowhere to be found. That's a big loss for the Bengals. But they still, they fought back. They were fighting back. They were fighting from behind all day. They tied the game. And the guy, the kid made a dumb play on the sideline. You know, that's basically what it came down to. Listening to some of what was said after the game, the Bengals and their coaches and everything seemed to be saying all the right things. But, I mean, I'd be pissed if I'm a Bengals fan today. Because they did miss, even if you even if you agree with, which I'm sure none of them, I'm sure there's not a Bengals fan in America that thinks that that penalty should have been called on the roughing the passer. But even if you do agree with that penalty, I'm pissed about the th- four or five other penalties that they missed in the last 10 minutes. I mean, they couldn't even get the clock right. They were stopping plays mid-play to readjust the clock. Like, these officials, and, and you know what it does? It makes people think the game is rigged, because now you see here a lot of that. I don't think the game's rigged. The NFL's not rigged. You know what the NFL is? The NFL is bad officiating. They still haven't hired these guys as full-time employees, and that hurts them. Most of them are just, you know, lawyers. Most of them are lawyers who come in, parachute in for the season, do the games, and then go back to, to being lawyers or doctors. Some of them also do uh, college basketball. If you watch college basketball, you'll see a good amount of NFL referees coaching, uh, refereeing college basketball games. So, I mean, you know, it, it, the NFL does have a problem with officiating, there, and, and it's not an easy job. That game is fast, and there's a lot going on, and those are big guys out there. But... Listen, if you're going to take the job and you're going to do the job, you got to do the job right. And you can't be missing big calls like that in an AFC championship game. These are supposed to be your top of the top of the line officials. Supposed to be the best crews doing these games. And if you're going to tell me your best crews, your 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 one of your two best officiating crews is missing two blocks in the back on a crucial under a minute to go punt punt return. And they're missing holding calls that we could see from our couch. Well, then you need to get that fixed. You just you need to get it fixed. Now, Mahomes was great again. He did seem to injure the leg, re-injure the leg a little bit in the second half. But, even, I mean, listen to these numbers. Mahomes, 29 of 43, 326, two touchdowns. I compare that to Jalen Hurts. That's the that's the, the line of a quarterback of an of a championship game winning team. And that's why I say Hertz is gonna have to be better. Some interesting storylines for the Super Bowl. It's the Andy Reid Super Bowl. As Reid, of course, famously couldn't get to the Super Bowl, couldn't win the Super Bowl with the with the Eagles. He goes to Kansas City, gets himself an all-time quarterback. And now he's on the verge of winning his second Super Bowl. You also have the Kelsey brothers 
Jason, who plays for the Eagles, Travis, who plays for the Chiefs, are playing in the game against one another. That you're going to see. You're going to know these guys inside and out by the time they kick off that game in two weeks. And then you have, um, the, it's the first Super Bowl with two black quarterbacks starting the game. If that sort of thing, you know, at this point, at this point, I don't think it should really even be a big deal. Two black quarterbacks. A lot of the quarterbacks are black. I think where the, where the NFL has a race issue is with the coaching and the higher-ups. Because that Rooney rule is, you know, they, they sometimes just bring people in just for, to satisfy the Rooney rule. And I think that's wrong. There are black assistant coaches and coordinators who I think deserve a job in this league who don't get one. But that, again, that's, a, that's a, another story for another day. So you got the Andy Reid Super Bowl, you got the Kelsey Brothers Super Bowl, and you got two black quarterbacks starting for the first time ever in a Super Bowl. And those are your, star- those are your storylines. Of course, you got Mahomes. The Eagles have been installed as a two-point favorite right off the bat. I think it's probably because of Mahomes' leg. But, I mean, listen, Mahomes is going to be fine. Me or you, we wouldn't be fine. We'd need eight to ten weeks. People I work with would need probably six months. <laughs> they'd, be on the, they'd be on the sideline six months. But Mahomes, I mean, look, look, we all saw the injury. We all saw the leg bend the wrong way just last week. The fact that he was even out there in the game to me, was unbelievable. Let alone that, he came back in the game last week. So Mahomes, you know, Mahomes are all-time great. He's going to get his, you know, he's going for his second Super Bowl. He'll probably get another couple chances before he's before it's all said and done of his career. I mean, he's been to five straight AFC Championship games. He's got an all-time tight end as his receiver. He's got a Hall of Fame coach. The Chiefs, you know, they're, they're, they're the NFL's best team. They're the Colts of, you know, back 20 years ago. And I also think that the Burrow-Mahomes rivalry is this generation's version of Brady-Manning. And give, you know, Give Burrow, give Burrow credit. I mean, Burrow was 26 of 41, 270, a touchdown and two picks. And like I said, the two picks were, were big. And the second one, it, you know, it's hard to blame him on it. The guy was covered. The, guy, the, the DB made a great play, deflecting the ball up. And safety came around and caught it on the deflection. The throw was there. The guy just made a great play. And then the one before the half was not a good interception. That that is Burrow's fault, and that that turned out to be a big one too. That was a big, because now I mean, thirteen six was your halftime score. It could have been tied if he brought him in, and if he if he stuck it in the end zone there before the half, Burrow. The Bengals had themselves another good se- uh, season. Lost only five games. Three of them they lost right off the bat, right out of the jump. To start the season, 
Burrow had his appendectomy, so he wasn't full strength right off the bat in the season. But they finished with only five losses, including yesterday. And the Chiefs are the best team. So after all the smoke clears, we do have the two best teams playing in the Super Bowl this year. And that, that's basically what it is. Should be a good game. I'm all over the chi- the Chiefs. Um, we're going to break it down and everything for you on Friday. So we'll, 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 we're not going to get too deep into the Super Bowl matchup and, and everything as far as the game goes here today. This is about this weekend. So, Travis, Kelsey, and his brother Jason, you know, like I said, you're going to hear all about that. The parents will be interviewed. There'll be specials on that that three-day-long pregame show that goes on. The game is on Fox this year, which means Kevin Burkhart, who I like, who's a Mets, Mets guy, Mets sideline reporter, took over for as the number one play-by-play guy for Fox when Joe Buck left. So he's going to get to call his first Super Bowl. I think he did a good job yesterday. I think he's done a real good job. I like Kevin Burkhart. I'm not crazy about the Fox broadcast. I like CBS better. I listened to a little bit of the Chiefs game on the radio, and it was Iron Eagle. And I'll tell you what, you listen to five minutes of that, and you just, I can't believe that Iron Eagle hasn't taken over Jim Nance's spot in the first, in the, as the first top play-by-play guy. He's so good. Iron Eagle is so good at what he does. I don't know if they're waiting for Nance. I mean, Nance isn't going to leave. Not that old, right? Not that Nance is bad. I don't dislike Jim Nance. But Iron Eagle is better. And if you put the game on the radio for a couple minutes yesterday, or if you know Iron Eagle, which you all do, he's better than Jim Nance. I like Tony Romo. I know people don't like Tony Romo. They think he's too much or whatever their, their reason is. I think Tony Romo's good. I enjoy it. I enjoy listening to Tony Romo. I don't know if I'd want him as, as Iron Eagle's partner as far as something like that, but you know that's just a personal preference, whether you like the, the, the announcers or not. But the big story yesterday, the big stories yesterday were Brock Purdy out, injured, Josh Johnson coming in, injured, concussion, 49ers, no quarterbacks. Basically, the whole second half had no quarterback. And then the officiating in the fourth quarter of the AFC Championship game. And it just, it was horrendous. And like I said, that that's even taken out the last most important call that they made. Because I think that call could have went either way. So the Super Bowl is set. You now have two weeks of nothing but Eagles and Chiefs coverage. You're going to know these teams inside and out by the time you get there to Sunday. Yesterday is, as far as I'm concerned, yesterday is the end of football. Of like a regular football Sunday. That's it. That's the last one. Now you get two weeks of buildup. It's, you know, it's it, you're sick and tired of these teams by the time you get to the game. 
And then you have, if you go into a Super Bowl party, everybody buying boxes. It's just the commercials. The Rihanna is the halftime performer. So it's, it's just not a regular football type of situation going into it. Um, as far as the, the two weeks go before it, I can live with the Bible. I can live with that. I used to not like it at all. It's great if your team's in it. If you're a fan of one of these two teams, it's great because you get nothing but your, your team is plastered all over TV, all over sports, everything. But when it's not your team, you kind of just want to get to the game. It'll be played in Arizona. Beautiful stadium out there. New stadium they got. You know, they get the Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl 57. We will have a new champion because the Rams are the defending champions. And they they didn't even sniff the playoffs this year. So we're all set. We have our 50th show coming up this week. We'll get you ready. for. We'll do some Super Bowl. And then next week... The following Friday, right before the Super Bowl, we will do, you know, we'll, we'll cover this game inside and out, me and Brett. Uh, in other news, you had the Mets agreed to terms, which I was pretty surprised with Jeff McNeil. They gave him four years, $50 million. Brett, as he said many times, he was convinced McNeil was leaving. It's a big signing for the Mets. It happened, the reason I'm mentioning it now is because it happened basically as our show ended on Friday. As we ended recording our show, the news broke that Jeff McNeil was signed by the Mets. And it's a big signing. He's the defending NL batting champ. He's one of the better hitters in the league. He's just a good hitter. He's a California guy, so we kind of assumed he was going to go, you know, leave, go, go out west. But the Mets signed him. They got him now four years, so good job by Uncle Steve. And baseball's coming up. As I said, you know, we got the World Baseball Classic. Don't care at all about that. I think it's stupid. Um, but now we got two weeks. We got two weeks of football. As far as Chiefs, Eagles, like I said, you, you, you're going to get sick of these teams by the time the game comes around. But it should be a good game. It's the two best teams the best team from each conference is in the Super Bowl, which is what you want to see. Super Bowls generally have been better games the last 20 years. Or, you know, 15 to, I'd say the last 15 years, generally the Super Bowl's been better games. When I was a kid growing up, the Super Bowls were very rarely good games. You had the Giants Bill Super Bowl 25 where the Giants won 2019 on the, the Norwood wide right forever. Which was one of the few good games. Everything else when I was growing up, it was either the Bills getting blown out by San Francisco or Dallas. Or San Francisco or Dallas blowing somebody else out there. I mean, there were games I remember. I remember the Chargers got beat by the Niners 55-10. The Cowboys, I don't think they played a close game in any of their Super Bowl wins whether it was Barry Switzer's wins or Jimmy Johnson. There was not many good games when I was growing up as far as Super Bowls go. The first real good Super Bowl that I remember was Titans-Rams. Kevin Dyson, one yard short. Kurt Warner, Super Bowl MVP. 
that's one of the first real good games that, as far as Super Bowls go. And then since then, they, they, for the most part, been pretty good games. Yeah, of course, had the two giant games, which were great games. You had um, the Rams losing to Tom Brady in his first Super Bowl and the Vinatieri kick, which was a great game. There's been some close games, and I expect this game to be pretty close as well. I'm a little surprised that the Eagles are a two-point favorite. I think that has to do with Mahomes. I think it'll probably be down to a pick by kickoff. But we'll see. So it's, you know, the Eagles, NFC champions, 31-7 winners. The Chiefs, AFC champions, 23-20 winners. We could sit here and debate the officiating till the cows come home. The last call is the big one that everyone's all over. But I think even bigger, because that one I think could have went either way. Even bigger, I think, are the missed calls and just the the... The choppiness of the game that the referees kind of had going in the last 10 minutes with the stopping of plays and the, the throwing flags, picking flags up and missing calls all over the place, missing big calls all over the place. And listen, that's something that's been going on in the, in the NFL forever. And now you got the, the whole the game is rigged crowd coming out of the woodwork. See, going, I told you so. I told look, I told you so. It's not rigged. Stop it. You got bad referees. And that's it. Bottom line. And it's not easy to get good referees. It's a tough game to officiate. It's a tough game to officiate at the high school level. Forget about it at the NFL level. But that's not an excuse. Not make an excuse. You got to be better. They got to have the hire these guys full time. Have them go into to clinics and reviewing tape. And if you want to be an NFL official, that's fine. You can be an NFL official. But you, you're not going to be a lawyer also. For eight months, for six months of the year, seven months of the year. It's not going to happen. You want to be an NFL official? You're going to be an NFL official. And that's going to be your job. You're not going to be basketball official for college hoops, for the tournament. You're an NFL referee. You gotta be, you're going to be working on your, your, your trade in the offseason. So that, that's that. That pretty much does it for us here on the weekend wrap-up. Don't forget, we got our 50th episode of Locked Up Sports coming up on Friday trying to get some some guests going to try you know it'll, we're going to do a regular show but it is our 50th so you know something there and then the following week it'll be uh, Super Bowl all Super Bowl so that pretty much does it for us we leave you tonight with some sounds from the weekend that was in a championship weekend in the world of sports Center. Irving gets it back. Step back three. Brooklyn in the house. Kyrie Irving in full effect. He's got 18 in the fourth. Teams in attempting fourth downs. Second and goal. And-
Hand it off. Sanders walks in. Touchdown, Eagles. Second down and five. Sanders gets it left side. Big room and a touchdown for Sanders. His second. Gonna sneak it again. Hurts looking for a push from behind. He is waiting for a signal in. Touchdown, Eagles. Sealed for a while. Down the field to Higgins. Oh, and it's tapped away and intercepted. That was Cook who got a hand on it. And then it was Williams who was able to catch it off the deflection. On the pocket. On the run to the end zone. It's caught on his back. Valdez Scantling. Now, two receivers out to each side. Mahomes with a deep drop. Now moving in the pocket. Running to the right and running well. He's at the 50. He's trying to run for the first down. He goes out of bounds. And the Bengals push him after he was out of bounds. Multiple flags are going to tack 15 yards onto this play. Eight seconds left in regulation. And with that penalty, the Chiefs will be in field goal range. For 45 yards. The Philadelphia Eagles are going back to the Super Bowl. And then stay in your lane. There is the squib. It bounds in front of the receiver. Clock now. They're going to throw it across the formation, and it is caught over there now, slipping, and the Chiefs will tackle him. This game is over. This game is over. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as the AFC champions. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. Thanks for listening.